Hello guys, welcome to another episode for Formula One Mirror podcast. In this episode, I'll talk about some of the social media accounts which I follow, which I find them quite fascinating, and I believe as a Formula One fan, you'll also probably appreciate them. So let me start off first of all by mentioning the official Formula One Twitter and YouTube accounts. So Liberty Media has done a phenomenal job of of creating content day in and day out for Formula One fans. They have increased the digital presence of Formula One a lot, which didn't used to happen probably like four years earlier on. So now they have videos which they create for every weekend. They have certain tracks. They have certain sessions which they have planned for each race weekend, which they actually upload the videos for. So just to give an example, like we have qualifying and we have race on Sunday. So just before the qualifying, they have a session called Paddock Pass, which talks about the events or updates which have happened uh, between the last race and the current race. Like teams might have hired some new folks. There might be some changes which have happened on the management side, on the technical side of things inside the team. Teams might have brought some big updates as well. So all these things are talked about and uh, updated to the user just before the race itself. And once the qualifying and race is completed, they also update the highlights for it. So in case because of some reason you missed the race, missed the qualifying, or it might be happening in some different time zone. So still you can actually go on YouTube and follow them so that you don't miss out on any of the action which has happened on track. Even during the off season or if there is a big gap between the races, they still upload content during that time. Like there might be some of the funny things like some small tidbits of interviews with the drivers which they upload. They also talk about some of the upload some of the explainer videos like if there is some big rules and regulations which are coming up. They also have a session called Beyond the Grid. So it's a podcast which they created or started creating a couple of years back where they interview not just the drivers but also some of the people who are quite important in the team right in the history of Formula 1 itself. They bring in some of the former team principals or some of the people who were quite critical in the success of the team who were part of the technical team a technical members of the team so they bring about these people and these people normally don't get the limelight because the limelight is usually focused on the drivers so we normally on the day-to-day perspective or day-to-day uh, videos we don't get to hear their perspective so beyond the grid actually gives them a chance or it gives them an option for the viewers to actually listen and get to know the world of F1 from their perspective and it's quite important critical and very insightful and fascinating to uh, get to know their opinions and thoughts on certain things and also get to know what was the team atmosphere at critical events which have happened during the history of formula one also like formula one is a team sport is like it's one of the largest team sports we have thousands of people who are working on the two cars so we don't normally get to see the other side of things like we see in football like there are 11 players or probably like 15 16 players considering the extras who are working on the field or who are playing the sport and there might be a few people who are like coaches who who is the training staff who is in the management staff so we still get to see the people or get to know about them but in the world of FLAN like there are thousands of people who are working on the technical side of things back at the factory which we don't get to know about them so so this kind of a series beyond the grid actually brings these people to uh, the limelight and also gives their perspective to the viewers. So it's kind of interesting. So hats off to Liberty Media for introducing new forms of content. They're slowly uh, like having these content or pushing this content behind a paywall, but still almost 90% of the content is still available on YouTube and their Twitter channels. So moving on from official uh, official YouTube Formula One accounts, 
the teams themselves owns uh, own have a, like a separate channels on U YouTube and uh, Twitter. So I, I like to mention two specific teams uh, which I like to watch. One is McLaren. So McLaren is a team which actually gives off quite a fun vibe, a good fun working environment to work for. So they are building on, they have built up effectively on the uh, pre-op presence of the drivers like Lando Norris, Carlos Sainz, Daniel Ricciardo. All of the drivers are something which are not quite afraid to express themselves in front of camera. So the McLaren is fully effectively using their persona to their advantage. So whatever videos which they create, they have a fun and casual vibe to it. It's very less edited, almost raw-like in nature. So it gives an insight to the people on the inner workings of the team. And also like you can relate to it as well because it's very less edited and it doesn't seem like, uh, like not making use of any special effects or heavily edited or something. Mercedes on the other hand is slightly opposite. Mercedes presents itself as a very professional team. You rarely see them banter around. Their videos are to the point itself with clear agenda in mind. So I look forward to two special sessions or like two special uh, type of videos which they produce. One is the race debrief. So after every race they create a video which talks about some of the strategies and decisions which they have taken over the course of the race and explains to the users based on what, like, what data uh, they made the decision and why they made the decision and what were the thinking behind, those, behind them making those decisions. So that is quite insightful. And second video which I quite look forward to introduces some of the people who are in different roles in the team. Since Formula 1 is a team sport, they have people who are working on the livery design, they have people who are working on the paint job of the car, they have people working on the design, on the strategy, on the well-being of the drivers and the people inside the team. So it talks about some of the different roles which they have across the teams and how every person is quite critical for the success for the team. So beyond these official accounts, we have some individual people for, and photographers who are creating content for the world of F1. So one is Chainbear F1. So Chainbear F1 is a phenomenal person who creates technical videos and presents them in an animated format. So even the complex topics like aerodynamics, uh, around tire walls, around the gear system, how MGUK, how curves works. So all these technical topics which are quite complicated he presents them in an animated way in quite easy to digest e easy to digestible digest video format so that even a person who is does not have an engineering background or, or who ha hasn't actually undergone any kind of uh, official training or has, hasn't had any course in physics he can still be able to understand uh, what happens in on the technical side of things how uh, the cars are developed how different rules and regulations are developed so it, Chain Bear actually makes a complex and I would say sophisticated field like the world of F1 quite presentable to a new fan. So I really like his videos because I am fan of Formula 1 not just the human side of the things but the technical side of the things as well because Formula 1 is unique in the aspect. Technic it's a machine sport as well like machine is as important as the man. So the technical side of things is what fascinates me a lot in Formula 1 and that's something Chainbear makes it quite easily accessible to a layman or a casual person who does not have that much deep knowledge about the mechanics of how car is working. So that is something which if you're really interested in the technical aspects of it, you must follow the Chainbear F1 YouTube account. Then we have a photographer named Kim Millman. 
So I think he came at Formula 1 around 2017. So earlier he used to do wildlife photography. So the unique thing about the content which is produced by Kim Millman is that he focuses more on the people who do not get the limelight. Like he focuses on the trainers or the physios of the drivers, the support staff which they have, which includes their family as well. So it brings those people to the limelight. It talks about the support structure which the Formula 1 drivers have, the quirks which they have, how they behave, how what's their relationship with the different people in the paddock. So it brings in these all these stories which you don't normally get to see uh, during a normal F1 weekend or through official YouTube channels. Then we have Sky Sports F1 which is a major organization which covers numerous sports. So Formula 1 is one of them. So because Sky Sports F1 is such a major brand, it's such a major organization which brings in quite a lot of revenue to Formula 1 as well. So they have quite a lot of access to the drivers which individual content producers do not have. So there is a lot of filler content which they produce but some of the content which they produce are actually gems. Like they have driver inter interviews which are quite insightful and they have such access to the drivers which normally other people don't have. Like I still remember one interview with Natalie Pinkham and Charles Leclerc on the streets of Monaco where Charles Leclerc shows his school where he used to go to school in the childhood right and talks about his journey right up to being a Ferrari driver in Formula 1. So it's and he is driving a Ferrari car on the streets of Monaco. So that kind of access is something which you normally don't see anywhere else. So if we move to a smaller organization, we have WTF1 YouTube account. So that is something which feels quite relatable. So they, so after every race, they create a podcast where they talk about the races, they talk about the drivers and even give the ratings to the drivers. So that is something which can't be done by a big organization like Sky Sports. But since WTF1 is quite a small organization, it's not like they have a lot of special access to the drivers or lot of or they are affiliated in any way with the drivers. So whatever the content they are producing, they can be quite they can be biased as well and they can voice their opinions quite freely without any repercussions. So whatever content they are producing, it feels quite relatable because they are not kind of any elite people. They feel like they are like us who are watching Formula 1 from the bedrooms itself and giving their opinions on it. So I would say and just check their account, watch a couple of videos and if you really like the content, do follow them. So apart from these YouTube accounts, uh, the best place to actually get information about the world, what is happening inside the world of F1 is Reddit F1. So the, there is a large user base over there which posts their comments and opinions on it. And usually whatever rumors which you see over there, if they are coming from different sources, not just a single source, then you can be pretty sure that whatever rumors are happening, they are pretty true as well. So that's a good uh, place where we get to know some of the rumors which are happening and some of the things which might happen in the world of F1, which currently the official uh, Formula 1 account can't actually disclose, disclose right now. So it's a good place to get some of like get some of the rumors and the things which are happening in the world of Formula 1. And secondly, the user base which they have is quite large. So the, there's a lot of interesting discussions which happen. There's a lot of different perspectives which people actually give on whether it's a racing incident which happens or whether there's any change in the rules or regulations which have happened. So if you want to avoid any bubble as such, or if you want to widen your horizon, get some multiple perspective from different people, Reddit F1 is quite a good place to go over there. So apart from all these sites and social media accounts, I like to mention some of those uh, some honorable mentions in the list. So these YouTube accounts are something which I don't follow regularly. 
but occasionally I do watch a few videos of them because they are quite good. Just that there's a lot of content which is being produced by these people. I don't actually regularly follow them. But if you do like the content which they produce, feel free to follow them. You won't be disappointed, that's for sure. So we have some of the content which is produced by Nico Rosberg, who was a Formula 1 F1 driver, Mark Presley, Peter Windsor, Will Buxton. So all these people have worked uh, um, at Formula 1 in one time or st are still currently working. So they do give a new insight on the people which a normal layman person does not have. But at the same time, since some of the people used to work on Formula 1, they are not working right now. So some of the knowledge might be slightly dated and you might feel that some of the things are being repeated. But at the same time, they have a lot of, lot of experience in the world of F1 which they have worked uh, with as, a, as a driver or as a technical person in the team. So they do bring about some of the insights, some of the new things almost every video. Just that if you like the content, like the way they are presenting it, it will be great if you follow them and if you like it then yeah keep watching their videos so that's pretty much it for all the videos which i follow that's pretty much it for all the content and all the social media accounts which i normally follow hope you like them and hope you follow them if you like the content keep watching and i'll keep producing new content as well on this podcast thank you all for joining thank you see you in the next episode bye